the last in the series on uh, the speaking gifts that we'll be teaching on. Um, we've been dealing with spiritual gifts up to now, um, and we've identified three different categories of gifts given to the body of Christ, which are the ministry gifts, the functional gifts, and then the spiritual gifts. The spiritual gifts are listed for us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, beginning at verse 7. The scripture says, But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. And so we, in this particular series, we're dealing with the speaking gifts, which is uh, prophecy, um, diverse kind of tongues and the interpretation of tongues and we have uh, in the previous teaching and in this one we're dealing with uh, the spiritual gifts of diverse or different kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues and in the previous teaching we differentiated between the two spiritual gifts for we said that in fact there are two spiritual gifts uh, dealing with uh, tongues that are given to the body of Christ and we looked at the Old Testament, the prophet Isaiah prophesied about the fact that in the church uh, age that uh, the saints would speak with other tongues. And uh, Paul, in writing to the church at Corinth, refers back to um, Isaiah's prophecy when he teaches us about this gift of other tongues. And so we saw that in 1 Corinthians 12, 28 and 30, um, 38, uh, 28 to 30, that uh, Paul asked the question. Um, he says, do all speak with tongues and do all interpret? And so a lot of Christians have looked at that passage of Scripture and said, you see, that means that not all Christians are eligible to speak with other tongues. But we have gone through the teaching and we looked at the book of Acts. We looked at uh, three different accounts in the book of Acts to show that there is a gift of other tongues and there's a gift of different kinds of tongues. And the gift of other tongues is available to every single believer um, who is filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, and so it's not just a select few that receive that gift. But with regards to the gift of different kinds of tongues, we said that that is a different gift entirely. And that gift um, falls under the category of a ministry gift, a, a spiritual gift uh, listed in the, the, uh, those nine gifts listed for us of the, the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And those particular gifts are only given to a select uh, grouping of individuals. Not every single member of the body of Christ uh, is a prophet. Not every single member of the body of Christ is an apostle. And so also not every single member of the body of Christ speaks forth in diverse kinds of tongues or different kinds of tongues. That particular gift has different titles given to it in Scripture. And so we identified the difference between other tongues which is the prayer language given to every single believer filled with the Holy Spirit, and then this gift of a diverse kind of tongues, which is a spiritual gift given to only certain individuals in the church in order to minister the gift um, as the Holy Spirit manifests himself through that individual. And so we now get to the gift of different kinds of tongues, as referred to in 1 Corinthians 12 verse 10. And we want to examine that particular gift today because it's one of the gifts that is not very well understood in the church. 
Um, and the reason being, I suppose, is because it's not very widely distributed within the church. Um, people seem to think that it is widely distributed. In fact, it's not. As we go through the teaching today, you'll see that it's actually not widely distributed within the body of Christ. Prophecy is. Diverse kind of tongues and the interpretation of tongues, not. And so, um, both the, the gift of uh, other tongues is uh, for this church age. And so it is that with, uh, with, with regards to the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit, uh, of those nine gifts, two of those gifts are uh, only for the church age. And that is this gift of different kinds of tongues and the, the gift of the interpretation of tongues. Both of those gifts were not manifested under the Old Covenant. All of the other gifts of the Spirit listed in 1 Corinthians 12 were manifested under the Old Covenant. And so seven of those nine gifts were manifested under the Old Covenant, but two of them are for this dispensation only, which is the gift of tongues or different kinds of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. Now, the gift of the um, different kinds of tongues is in fact a prophetic utterance. It's just a prophetic utterance that is made manifest in a language which is unknown. That's the only difference between one who prophesies and one who speaks out um, the word of the Lord, because it's still the word of the Lord, it's just spoken out in a language that no one understands. Specifically, the, the speaker does not understand that language. It's not, it's not a language that is known to the person who is speaking out the word of the Lord. But from the point of view of the type of utterance that is being proclaimed when one speaks in diverse kind of tongues or different kind of tongues, uh, they are in fact prophesying in a language that they don't understand. So the, the, the principle is exactly the same as one who prophesies. One who prophesies and one who gets up and, sp and speaks forth uh, in diverse kind of tongues, they are both proclaiming the word of the Lord. The one who's proclaiming the word of the Lord in an, a known language to the speaker, and the other one is proclaiming the word of the Lord in an unknown language to the speaker. But both are still proclaiming the word of the Lord, and both are still... Um, prophesying uh, the, what God wants them to speak about. Um, and so <clears throat> the, the spiritual gift of different kinds of tongues is not given to every single believer in the body of Christ. This particular gift, just as prophecy, um, is only given to uh, certain individuals in the body of Christ, and just as um, the gift of the word of wisdom is only given to certain individuals in the body of Christ. So it is that only certain individuals in the body of Christ receive this particular gift called different kinds of tongues or varieties of tongues. As I say, <laughs> this, this particular gift has varieties of names given to it. But uh, that's um, pretty much the, the, the gist of it. Is that it's only given to a select few. Now, when a person receives this, receives this particular gift from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, that is, um, the gift of other tongues remains intact. So in actual fact, the individual who has received the gift of uh, different kinds of tongues or varieties of tongues um, has now been given by the Lord two separate languages. The one being their gift of other tongues, which is their prayer language, which, as I say, every saint has access to 
um, when they are filled with the Holy Spirit. And then this other second language, which is given to them by the Holy Spirit, when He makes Himself made manifest through them, through the display of this gift. And so, <clears throat> as with, uh, and so the two languages are completely different. They're not the same languages at all. And so that's where confusion comes into the, the, the church on this particular gift, because people assume that one who has this gift will speak out in exactly the same language as they speak out when they pray in tongues. But that's not the case at all. It is a different language entirely. It's not the same language. Now, when one speaks out in other tongues, we can speak it out. Anybody who's filled with the Holy Spirit and speaks with other tongues can speak out in tongues as and when they so choose. They can begin, you know, just start speaking out in tongues whenever they want to. There's no anointing that they have to wait to come upon them. There's no unction of the Holy Spirit that they have to be moved upon in order to be able to speak out in other tongues. But just as the gift of prophecy, one can only speak out in the gift of prophecy as the Holy Spirit comes upon the individual to then speak out in prophecy, so it is with the gift of diverse kind of tongues. That individual can only speak out that uh, prophetic utterance in that language when they are moved upon by the Holy Spirit to speak out in that language. Um, and so that's where, as I say, the confusion lies because a lot of people, they speak out in their prayer language and people think, okay, well now they've given a word in diverse kind of tongues. In fact, they haven't. They've just spoken out in their prayer language because the two uh, languages are completely different. And this particular language of diverse kind of tongues will only make itself manifest as and when the Holy Spirit chooses it to be made manifest, just like every other gift of the Holy Spirit. All the gifts of the Holy Spirit are only made manifest as the Spirit wills, not as the individual wills. And so, um, one who has the gift of diverse kind of tongues cannot speak in that language until the Holy Spirit uh, prompts them to speak out in that language, because He's the one who gives the utterance. So they can speak at any time in their prayer language as and when they so choose. But to give an utterance in the language given to them for diverse kind of tongues, that they can only speak as and when the Holy Spirit wills. Otherwise they can't speak it. It's a language that they don't know. They can't learn it. And they certainly can't speak it out as they will, because then otherwise this particular gift falls outside of the category of all the other gifts because this gift I can speak out as I will, and we can't. This gift also is only made manifest as and when the Holy Spirit wills. And so when the person is, in other words, praying in their prayer closet, they will only pray with the gift of other tongues. They'll never pray with the gift of diverse kind of tongues. That language will not make itself manifest in their prayer closet time because that's not the, what, what that gift is for. That gift is given to the individual to bless the church. Now there are times when an individual who has this gift is used of the Lord in their prayer closet to speak out also in the, in the gift of diverse kind of tongues. When the Holy Spirit um, moves upon the individual to speak out in that way, he will then also give that individual the interpretation of tongues so that the individual can learn from the Holy Spirit what it is that he wanted 
uh, to share with him at that time. And so you say, well, how do you know all of this? Well, because the Lord uses me in this particular area. This is one of the gifts that the Lord has given me. And so I, when I speak out in the gift of diverse kind of tongues, the language that I speak out in that in instant is completely different to my prayer language. And when I pray in my prayer language, that's, I don't have access to this other language. It doesn't make itself manifest through me at all. And so I can't will it to just happen. It just do, it doesn't happen. But when the Holy Spirit comes upon me to speak out in diverse kind of tongues, then I can, and I speak out in this other language. Now also what happens is from time to time, the Holy Spirit changes the language. So I have spoken out in different dialects as I have spoken in the, the gift of diverse kind of tongues. But we need to understand that the two languages, the prayer language, and this gift of diverse kind of tongues, the two languages are completely separate languages. They're not the same language. And so one who stands up in a church meeting and then speaks out uh, a, a prophetic word in other tongues, they're not being led of the Holy Spirit because that's not the Holy Spirit. He, he would then speak out in prophecy. He only makes himself manifest through this gift through a different language entirely. So if the person speaks out in a church meeting in their prayer language that they would always pray then they are not being that's not the Holy Spirit and so anybody who gets up and then interprets that prayer again is not being led of the Holy Spirit because that's not how God works in this particular gift this gift is as I say it's a different language that is uh, manifested through the individual as and when the Holy Spirit comes upon the individual to speak out. Let's have a look at uh, an example of this particular gift in, in operation. Acts chapter 2, beginning at verse 7. Scripture says, Then they were all amazed and marveled, saying to one another, Look, are not all these who speak Galileans? And how is it that we hear each in our own language in which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites, those dwelling in Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya, adjoining Cyrene, visitors from Rome, Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. And so it is entirely possible because this is actually what happened on the day of Pentecost. For one who has this gift of speaking out in diverse kind of tongues, to speak out in a language that is known in the earth, that it's, it's a known language spoken by other individuals in the earth. But the person who's doing the talking, who's doing the speaking, to them the language is unknown. They are speaking supernaturally by the unction of the Holy Spirit. And so they don't know what they're saying. But in this particular case here, what happens is all of them were speaking out in diverse kind of tongues. Um, well, not, not being all of them, because there were, don't forget there were 120 odd uh, of them on that particular day. Um, but there were certainly a number of them that were speaking out in diverse kind of tongues. Now, when they spoke out in a language they didn't understand, there were certain individuals in the audience who did understand that language. And so when they spoke out, the individuals understood clearly what they were saying because they were speaking in a known language. Now, again, if 
as I say, this particular gift, now had that particular gift, let's just say uh, one of the disciples, and one of the disciples obviously was speaking in Parthian. And the Parthians that were in the crowd, they could understand exactly which dis what that disciple was saying. And let's say for argument's sake, the disciple was Barnabas. And he was speaking out in Parthian. Now when Barnabas spoke out in Parthian, he didn't have a clue what he was saying. Um, but the Parthians who were standing in the audience understood perfectly what he was saying. Uh, and, but look at what he was saying. We hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. So here's, I'm just hypothetically saying, here's Barnabas speaking out in Parthian. And he's declaring to the Parthians in the audience the wonderful works of God. Now, if Parthian was Barnabas's uh, prayer language, his other tongue given to him by God, Barnabas could have gone into Parthia thereafter and just preached to them any time he wanted to by just speaking out in his tongue. And everybody would have understood exactly what he said. Barnabas, and again, I'm just talking hypothetically, Barnabas wouldn't have had a clue what he was saying, but everybody around him would have understood completely what he was saying. And he could have gone and preached to them uh, in tongues all the time. But that's not how this gift works. It doesn't work in that manner. It, this gift only makes itself manifest as and when the Holy Spirit works. And when it's made manifest, the Holy Spirit chooses the language that will come out that individual's mouth. And so it's not a case of one who has this gift. Um, let's say for argument's sake, uh, an, an English person is now uh, full of the Holy Spirit and, and he's able to speak out in German. And so he gets on the nearest, nearest plane and goes off to Germany and he begins to hold citywide meetings, preaching to all the Germans in tongues. He hasn't got a clue what he's saying, but every German around him listens to him. And they hear the wonderful works of God. That's not how God operates. Otherwise, as I say, God, we couldn't do that, but we can't. So I'm just trying to bring it down to the logical uh, understanding of how this gift actually does work. And so the person who does the speaking doesn't know what they're saying. But the, uh, it is possible that the individuals who are hearing this word spoken, even though it's a foreign language to the speaker, it might not be a foreign language to the individual. But that's not always the case. The norm is that it is an angelic uh, uh, tongue that is given to the individual. And so no one in the audience, audience understands exactly what we're saying. Um, and so there's a, another difference we see when this gift is made manifest, because the, with the gift of other tongues, we saw in 1 Corinthians 14 too, the scripture says, he who speaks in a tongue speaks not to men, but to God. And so the gift of other tongues speaks to God. It doesn't speak to men. So when we pray with our other tongues, we don't speak out to people. We speak directly to God. In this gift, though, it's the other way around. This gift, gift speaks to men. It doesn't speak to God. For the scripture says, um, for we hear them speaking in our own tongues the wonderful works of God. And so that's what this gift is for. This gift proclaims the word of God to, to men. And so this, this gift doesn't speak to God. This gift speaks to men. Um, and we'll have a look at an, another category of being that this, this gift speaks to as well. But this gift does not speak to God. That's the difference. This gift is God speaking through the vessel to men. So that's the difference. When one prays in other tongues, it is the individual speaking to God. When one uh, speaks out by 
the gift of diverse kind of tongues, it is God speaking through the vessel to men. That's the difference between the two. And it's, as I say, it's two different languages. But it's not only uh, to men that we speak to. And just as prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort, so this particular gift is also for edification, exhortation, and comfort. It speaks forth prophetic utterance to mankind. It doesn't, this, this gift doesn't speak to God, because this gift is God speaking. I trust you understand the difference. But look at this scripture, 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1. Scripture says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And so it is entirely possible that uh, one who speaks this through this gift is speaking because he says, though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels. So it is entirely possible that the person who is speaking with this gift is speaking an angelic language. So we've seen that there, uh, the scriptural evidence of people do speak out in this gift with a known language to the hearer, not to the speaker. But it can also be that this person who speaks out in this gift can also be speaking out in an angelic language. Now, just as um, one who speaks out a prophetic utterance to mankind, and they understand it, and they are edified by it, and they, uh, they, they learn from it, so it's entirely possible that one who speaks out in this angelic language, because that language can be angelic in nature, it is possible that God is in fact using that vessel to speak to angels who are present in, 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 that, in at that point in time. And those angels are then being instructed by God in a certain area. It could possibly be that the, the Bible does kind of infer that uh, one who has this gift can in fact speak out uh, with the tongues of men and of angels. And so they could be speaking directly uh, to angelic beings. But in that instance, no man understands it. And so the norm is, is that when one speaks out in this gift of diverse kind of tongues, that is a, in a language that no one understands, um, in who no man understands who is present at that particular time. That's the norm. Yeah, because the scripture says in 1 Corinthians 14 2, um, no man understands what they're saying when they speak in other tongues. So why does God do this? Why does he um, demonstrate this particular gift to in, in the church? Because prophecy we understand. Prophecy is for edification, exhortation, and comfort to men. And when, when God speaks to his church through prophetic utterance, um, everybody understands it, and so everybody is blessed by it. So why does God have the same prophetic utterance given in a language that nobody understands? Why would he do that? Um, well, he does it for this purpose. 1 Corinthians 14 verse 22, the scripture says, Therefore tongues are for a sign, not to those who believe, but to unbelievers. But prophesying is not for unbelievers, but for those who believe. And so God does this as a sign to the unbelievers in the church environment. Now, he doesn't need to do it to the believers in the church environment because they, they understand how, they should understand how all of this works. But unbelievers who come into the church environment, when they hear one speaking out fluently in a heavenly language, well, 
they are seeing and they're hearing the, the demonstration of the supernatural power of God being made manifest right before them. And so they recognize that this is supernatural. This is not normal. This is not what I, you know, I can be exposed to in, in the world because now I'm being exposed to something that is supernatural, that is of God. And so that's, what the, that's the main reason why God uh, uses this particular gift in a church meeting is so that he can actually use it as a sign to the unbelievers and to the uninformed in that meeting that God is real and that his power and his supernatural power is in fact real. Let's have a look at another scripture um, that helps us to also understand how this particular gift works. Um, and we've, we've dealt with this already in 1 Corinthians 12, 28. Uh, the scripture says, And God has appointed these in the church, first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, after that miracles, then gifts of healings, helps, administration, varieties of tongues. So that's uh, another title to this particular gift, varieties of tongues. Are all apostles, are all prophets, are all teachers, are all workers of miracles, do all have gifts of healings, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret. And so that is why Paul can ask the question, do all speak with tongues, do all interpret? Because he's referring to this gift of varieties of tongues. And in context, the answer is no, not everybody speaks with tongues and not everybody interprets. Because these in context, he's talking about this two spiritual gifts called varieties of tongues and the interpretation of tongues. And that is why Paul can ask that particular question um, to the church, and the answer can be no. And so we get to now the gift of the interpretation of tongues, because uh, without this particular gift, the gift of varieties of tongues is actually meaningless to the church, unless uh, there's those... Uh, very seldom used incidents where the Holy Spirit speaks through the individual in a known language and uh, individuals in the audience can understand it. But that happens very seldom. That's not the norm. So let's have a look at another scripture, 1 Corinthians chapter 14, beginning at verse 5. Uh, the, the Apostle Paul writing, he says, I wish you all spoke with tongues, but even more that you prophesied. For he who prophesies is greater than he who speaks with tongues unless indeed he interprets. Why? That the church may receive edification. Verse 12. Even so you, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Verse 13. Therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. And so with, with regards to this gift of varieties of tongues, as we said, it is of no benefit to the church at all unless we have the interpretation, the gift of the interpretation of tongues linked to that gift. These two gifts have to work together in order for the church to be edified. Otherwise, it is a, a meaningless gift uh, given to the church. And so the gift of, of varieties of tongues and the interpretation of tongues together equal prophecy. So one who gets up in, in a meeting and prophesies um, and one who gets up in a meeting and speaks with diverse kind of tongues, they need one to stand up and interpret that tongue. Otherwise, it's a meaningless gift. But if, if the two individuals stand up and they speak together, the one speaks with tongues, the other one uh, interprets, well, those two gifts together equal prophecy. 
And so the church is then uh, edified through the use of those two gifts together. Otherwise, the church receives no edification. And uh, we're actually told not to exercise that gift if there is no interpreter in the, in the church. We'll have a look at that now. And so it is possible for the person who speaks out in the gift of diverse kind of tongues or variety of tongues to also give the interpretation of that tongue. It doesn't always have to be interpreted by a, an, another individual because the scripture says, verse 13 there, Therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. And so if it was not possible for the individual who spoke out the gift through the gift of diverse kind of tongues to interpret their tongue, then the Holy Spirit would not have instructed us to pray that we can interpret our tongue. And, but the Holy Spirit doesn't instruct us to pray that we can interpret the tongue. And so therefore it is entirely possible for the individual who speaks out in different kind of tongues to also give the interpretation of that tongue. Now it doesn't always happen that way, that the individual who speaks out uh, the, the, the tongue will also interpret the tongue. It, in most instances, it, the one will speak out the tongue and another individual will interpret. Um, normally, the Holy Spirit uses two individuals together to operate in that gift. But it does happen, and the Lord uses me in that, in that manner, that I can be used of the Holy Spirit to also interpret the tongue that He's given me. Um, but as I say, that is not um, the norm when it comes to this particular kind of gift. Now, this gift is not called the translation of tongues. It is called the interpretation of tongues. And so it's, it's quite possible for one to get up and speak forth uh, um, a message in, other t in varieties of tongues and quite a lengthy message. And then the person get, another person gets up and interprets the message and the interpretation is actually quite short in comparison between the two. The reason being is because it is the interpretation of the tongue. It's not a translation of the tongue. And so the Holy Spirit, when He gives the, the interpretation to the individual, He gives it pretty much in summary form as to what He has now just spoken out um, through the gift of various kinds of tongues. And that is why the... the the prophetic utterance in tongues and the interpretation that comes out in the known language can be of different uh, duration in nature. Because as I say, the one is not, the, the gift is not the translation of tongues, but in fact the, the interpretation of tongues. And then another scripture is 1 Corinthians chapter 14, beginning in verse 27. Scripture says, if anyone speaks in a tongue, we need to understand that when the scripture is now is referring to a tongue, it's not talking about uh, the other tongue of our prayer language. This is talking entirely about the gift of various uh, kinds of tongues. It says, if anyone speaks in a tongue, let there be, be two or at the most three, each in turn, and let one interpret. But if there's no interpreter, let him keep silent in church and let him speak to himself and to God. And so, just as with prophecy, we saw earlier that with prophecy, um, the, the instruction is to allow um, two or three at the most prophetic utterances to be given in a church. Um, the Apostle Paul limits this as well. He says, let two or three give out a tongue. 
Um, and so it is possible within a church congregation that more than one, two or three individuals can have this gift as well, just as more than two or three individuals can have the gift of prophecy. So it is that more than um, two or three individuals can have this gift. But the Apostle Paul counsels us um, to let that number of tongues spoken out in a church gathering limited to two or three. But notice that he says, and let one interpret. So the, the kind of the order that the Holy Spirit prefers to operate when it comes to this gift is that it's quite possible that two or three individuals can get up and give out a message in varieties of tongues, but the Holy Spirit would prefer it if only one individual in the church gathering who has the gift of the interpretation of tongues, if only that person stood up and then interpreted each one of the tongues given. And so not a case of um, you know, one, three people give, get up and speak in tongues and another three get up and interpret. The Holy Spirit would prefer it if only one individual in fact interpreted while the other three spoke out in tongues. Now this is also another interesting point. In verse 28 it says, But if there is no interpreter, let him keep silent in the church. Talking about the individual who uh, had the unction to speak out in diverse kind of tongues. And so um, the scripture says, But if there is no interpreter, then he's not to speak out. So how would the person who's to speak out know whether there is an interpreter or not? He'll know it because there will be individual one individual or a couple of individuals in the church who are recognized by the church to have this particular gift the gift of the interpretation of tongues and so one who's in a meeting and has this has the unction of the holy spirit to speak out in diverse kind of tongues if he recognizes that the people who normally have the gift of the interpretation of tongues are not present in the meeting on that occasion then he knows there's no interpreter. And so because he knows there's no interpreter, unless he is prepared to be used of the Lord to interpret his own tongue, he shouldn't then speak out because it's just going to create uh, you know, confusion in the church because now they've just heard a prophetic utterance in an unknown tongue and nobody's there to give the interpretation. So it's not blessed the body of Christ at all. And so people who have the gift of uh, the interpretation of tongues will be recognized within the church gathering. All right, that person, God uses them in that gift, and that, that person, God uses. And so, as I say, the person who has the gift of diverse kind of tongues, before they speak out in diverse kind of tongues, they must just make sure that, in, unless, as I say, they are prepared to be used of the Lord to interpret their own tongue, they must just make sure of, you know, that the, the people who have the recognized gift of uh, the interpretation of tongues are present in the meeting. If they're not... The scripture counsels them rather not speak out because it might be that the message is spoken out in other tongues and no interpretation is forthcoming and so no one in the church is blessed because of that word that has been spoken out. And so that's how that particular gift operates um, in the church. Um, the gift of diverse kind of tongues and the gift of the interpretation of tongues always have to work together because the one cannot function without the other one. Both are completely reliant on each other. It is possible that the one who has the gift of diverse kind of tongues can also be used of the Lord to interpret the tongue, because the Bible teaches us 
let him speak in a tongue, pray that he may interpret. So it is possible for one to interpret their own tongue. Um, the Holy Spirit uses this gift as a sign to unbelievers and to the uninformed because they recognize that here is a supernatural language spoken fluently in their midst and that has to be God. So that's why God uses that particular gift. Um, this gift can speak out in um, a known language that certain individuals in the congregation can and do understand. That has, uh, we saw it in the book of Acts and it certainly has happened over uh, the church age up until the present time. It still happens even now. But it's not a case of one who has this gift can then get on a plane, go to their country and begin to preach citywide meetings in their tongue, not knowing what they're saying, but everybody else knowing what they're saying. That doesn't work that way. Because as we said, this particular gift is only made manifest through the individual when the Holy Spirit anoints the individual to speak in that language. And the language is always different to their own prayer language. So they don't have access to this language unless the Holy Spirit um, uh, comes moves upon them to speak out in that language. And we said that from time to time the language does vary. We also said that it is, uh, uh, it, this language can be spoken out in um, angelic languages. And so it is quite possible that the individual who's speaking out, even though the congregation doesn't understand, the angels present do understand and God is speaking to them. We said that one who speaks with this gift does not speak to God, but this gift speaks to man. So that's the difference between the two. Other tongue speaks to God, but diverse kind of tongue speaks to man, just in a language that the speaker does not understand. And so that's how this gift uh, operates, um, and that's how the interpretation of tongues operates. Now, all of the, the principles that we applied for, under the gift of prophecy um, with regards to judging uh, the prophecy and all of those aspects, you can go back on the, on the teaching that we did, dealt with prophecy, that pertains to the gift of the interpretation of tongues as well. Because the person who speak, stands up and now interprets the tongue spoken is now speaking in a known language what the Holy Spirit is saying. And so that every uh, test that we apply to prophecy gets applied here. And every criteria we apply to prophecy gets applied here. I'm talking about the gift of the interpretation of tongues. Those two, um, from that point of view, are exactly the same and should thus be treated exactly the same. So that brings us to the end of the, uh, the series on the speaking gifts, and that brings us to the end of the series on spiritual gifts. And uh, we're going to end the teaching on that particular point today. Amen.